Hello and welcome to the Bodcast Station, where you get to hear from some of the world's biggest fans of your human body. Today we'll be hearing from Karen Urbanik, a holistic healthcare practitioner, creator of the Therapeutic Nutritional Counselor Certification, CEO of Holistic Health Educators, and mother to 11 children. This is a replay of one of her radio shows. Enjoy! Get ready for a science-based, highly educational, fast-paced episode of Mastering Your Body with your host, Karen Urbanik. With decades of experience in working with clients, she's here to do one thing, educate and motivate you to take control of your health, one cell at a time, right from your kitchen. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today. You know, a lot of you love talk radio, and that's why you're here, because we like to talk. We like to learn. We like to listen. We like to find out something new and then implement it. And and today's entire show is on raising superheroes. This is really directed towards kids and teenagers and, and how to raise them. Uh, and we've had a lot of experience in this background, in this area, but I'm telling you, this isn't just about kids. Please listen in. You're going to love learning what we're teaching uh, for you, for your grandkids, for people that you might know. Uh, and I'm excited to share it with you because it's been a real incredible journey. Uh, now that our kids are older, like I now have gray hair, right? Well, I let it go gray on purpose because I think it's absolutely pretty cool. But uh, now that our kids are older, we have grandkids. It's really need to look back and go, wow, what we did really actually worked. Our kids are brilliant. We have no medications uh, in the family. All the pregnancies were amazing. The kids are, the grandkids have been born beautifully and there's just vibrant health. There's no sign of cancer. There's no sign of diabetes, no sign of epilepsy, no sign of anything. And I know it started uh, at the home. And so for all the moms out there, I recently uh, published something on Facebook that uh, when I when I talked about how you can do this, you really can do this if you're a mom. It doesn't matter if you have if you're working full time or if you're a stay at home mom. There are just some tips along the way that will help you uh, raise kids that aren't dealing with ADD, ADHD. Uh, and if you have children with that, well, there's a lot of really neat natural um, natural not natural answers for you. So the next two shows, this show in particular, is all about raising superheroes, and the next show is all about how to find answers for everything you need at home on your computer. Like you don't have to spend tens of thousands of dollars looking from one doctor to the next. And we'll cover that in the next section. So today we're talking about those kids, those babies that are born and they come out and they need a few basic things to stay living, right? Like oxygen, you hear that right away. And they need food. They're all, they come out hungry. And I'm telling you, they're going to die hungry. All these kids do, right? All kids do is eat. Is that not right? Um, And then you marry one and they're hungry too. So food, food, food is a big thing. And in order for food to be broken down in the intestinal system, and if you haven't learned and hung with me on the intestinal system, back up and, and listen to a couple of the previous shows, but in order for food to be broken down the intestinal system, we need probiotics. We need bacteria. And as I mentioned before, when the baby is born, they're exposed to all that lactobacillus through the vaginal canal. uh, And then boom, they've got healthy bacteria that is going to start to proliferate in their body. And everybody they're exposed to is going to be increased in their immune system. Well, this immune system needs to be exposed the entire time that they are raising. Within that first three years of life, that's one of the most crucial times for them to have exposure to uh, different types of bacterium, uh, which are going to come naturally. You don't have to like take them to some hospital and have Look the wall. Like, don't, don't do that. <laughs> I'm just saying naturally in their foods and the dirt and, the, and when they're playing and the kids that they're with. So a couple tricks um, up the sleeve is to maintain that healthy bacterial exposure. And I know that there's a lot of baby foods out there and people are really, you know, um, 
busy. And I, and I hate to tell you, but I, that can't be an excuse anymore for anybody. I don't care if you're 90 and you're listening to me or if you're 50 or you're 30 or you're 12. There's no excuse when it comes to fast, you know, when it comes to being too busy. Um, we actually ran businesses while we were having all the children. And so we, we know, and we homeschooled. So it was a lot on the plate, but it became a priority. And then all of a sudden there was plenty of time. And so the variety of fruits and vegetables that you can expose your children to as they start consuming food is going to pay a key role in their microbiome, which is their immune system. Literally, you've heard how many times from how many doctors, oh, the the immune system lives in the gut. It sure does. And it's not actually the immune system that lives in the gut because the immune system isn't really even a system. It's a whole bunch of systems put together. But the microbiome is what lives in the gut. And the more diverse the vegetable intake the more diverse the microbiome. So then you're able to better break down your amino acids, which is what the microbiome does. It's better to break down your sugars into food. So literally everything that comes into the body has to get broken down into small, small little pieces in order to get absorbed into the cell, into the mitochondria to give you energy, into the, you know, all the different cellular organelles in order to function and create new cells. And the more diverse that variety of fruits and vegetables, the better it's going to be. And then you won't have sick kids. Oh my gosh, don't have sick kids. We literally took our kids out of school for shopping days and play days because our kids were never sick and we're still never sick. So please um, look at that. And I always called fruits and vegetables and trail mix and roll-ups fast food. Like literally it's fast food. And I always had it sitting on the counter. So just consider fruits and vegetables, trail mix, roll-ups, fast food, and perhaps set aside a couple hours one afternoon or on a Sunday afternoon with the kids and you're cutting up fruits and vegetables. Literally, I just picked up our, we have one child left still at home. Her name's Lily. And I picked her up at school yesterday and I had a bag of cauliflower in, in my car. I was munching on cauliflower. So I pick up her and her two girlfriends and they hop in the back seat and they're like, hey, can I have some cauliflower? And here are these, you know, three teenage girls jumping but not, you know, munching on cauliflower. And then I had trail mix. And so they picked all the things out of the trail mix that they wanted to eat. And it was all good stuff. But if it's there, they're going to eat it. And so fast food is something really, really important. Something to help the children's immune systems when they're young is there's a product line. And again, I don't sell a product, so I'm not here making money on this. I'm just letting you know, Dr. Christopher makes a great line of products called Kitty Men's, Kitty Moon, Kitty Well, Kid E formulas, and that's K I D E, and then mins. And Kitty mins is a vitamin. Kitty immune is a bunch of herbs that will boost the immune system. Kitty well will help you get well. You know, Kitty Soothe will help soothe colic. So these different lines of products we would give to our kids all the time growing up. They always had extra minerals. And if and, and minerals and vitamins are so important to a children's health because if you look at ADD, ADHD, these are lack of minerals, lack of vitamins, and lack of water. They really, really are dependent, these children, on vitamins and minerals. That's what they were made of in the womb. And if you look at your B vitamins, your, your 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 B vitamins, your your vitamin A, vitamin C, these come in your foods. You know, green vegetables are loaded. B2 is in, in all your green vegetables and you have all your B6 and your green vegetables. And there's, there's I have charts and graphs on where to find each of these vitamins and minerals so that you can better help uh, your children. And if you want a copy of that, just go ahead and email info at karensholistichealth.com. Again, that's info at karens, within us, holistichealth.com. And our staff will gladly send you a copy of some of those minerals and vitamin charts so you can have them. And then you'll even, you'll even be able to tell, I have an entire section on, on issues, uh, deficiencies. Well, if your child always has a bloody nose, well, then they're deficient in X, Y, or Z. So again, a great asset to have in your home is understanding minerals and vitamins. 
Now, a lot of children don't drink enough water. And we knew that. Our kids would wake up, they'd get really ready for school quickly, and they just didn't have time to drink water. Well, we we kind of curbed that by having water waiting for them. So they'd come down the stairs and ta-da, there was a glass of water waiting for them and they needed to drink their water before they could eat anything. And just like we as adults need water immediately when we when we wake up so our bodies can start lubricating and our, and our nervous system can start sparking, remember that water conducts electricity. So water becomes a very big staple first thing in the morning. So just have some water waiting for the kids when they wake up. So they can be drinking that water. Um, and water is also a great place. You can add, you know, some of your sea minerals. You can add minerals to the water uh, that don't have any flavor uh, or a very mild flavor. So the kids don't mind at all. You can throw your lemons, your limes. You can really throw fresh mint, whatever you'd like to in your water, but really find what your children love so they start craving and wanting a lot of water. Um, and then when it comes to, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, what do we make? And I realize everyone's busy. We literally had all these kids in softball and baseball baseball and wrestling and football and just whatever they, you know, band and choir concerts. And so having that fast food in the car really, really helps. So we always have trail mix in the car as a matter of fact. I should have brought some in for Caden, but I just munched on it all the way down here because I was hungry and hadn't done lunch yet. So I threw together a green smoothie within seconds, blended it, and then grabbed my trail mix, and here we are. But having that in the car on a regular basis assures the kids there's something there that they can eat. And meals can really only take minutes if you get all the prep done. And so prepping that one or two days a week is really, really key. Have the kids help you, you know, write out a menu that's fast and easy. Have the kids help you prep the food on that Sunday afternoon, just sit around cutting up a bunch of vegetables, kind of get get them. It's really easy to make rice and it's really easy to make quinoa and it's really easy to make beans and it's really easy to cut up vegetables. And having the kids get involved in food and having them touch the food will really help. And again, we had those two daycare centers and in our childcare centers, our children were really active with food. They grew food in the garden. They helped prep the food. So again, a lot of, um, a lot of things you can do at home to get the kids excited about food time. Um, And one thing about food is buying bulk really matters. We were big into buying bulk uh, because because we had a larger family and we seem to always have a million of their neighbors over. But buying bulk is something that I encourage you to do because you can dehydrate and freeze anything. So you can always dehydrate what's left over, whether it be, you know, whether it be apples or watermelon or, you know, cauliflower. You can dehydrate these foods or freeze them uh, and you get a better deal. And getting, and I actually had a phone call, a consultation a few months ago with a woman who lives in a very remote part of the world, and she really does. And it's here in America, but it's very remote. And and I, she's like, how in the world do I get organic produce? And I said, well, go to your local grocer and ask them if you can buy an organic case of X, Y, or Z, and then do just that. Freeze it, go ahead and, um, and dehydrate it. But also there's a lot of people around you who want to do the same thing. And so just reach out and find and start a co-op or find a group of women or men that want to get together and help pitch in to buy things in bulk. And then you can bring your almonds up from California and you can bring your pecans in and you can order shaga mushrooms and you can you can order reishi tea and you can order these things from around the world, uh, much less right here in the country, and and be able to good, get a good price on it. Okay, so um, homeopathy is one of those things that we we raised our children doing. So when the children started to get sick, we would use homeopathy remedies. And homeopathic remedies are extremely easy to use. um, And you can pop online to look for a homeopathy guide. But as soon as your children start feeling sick or before they're going to go, you know, to the museum, you might want to, you know, build up their immune system with some kitty, you know, kitty immune. But then you also want to consider using and having homeopathy on hand. Homeopathy 
homeopathy is the least expensive natural form of medicine on the planet. <laughs> it is so inexpensive. You can make your own homeopathy for Pete's sake. We just did a huge uh, event at our place where we had over a thousand different homeopathies that everybody could make and take home. So homeopathy is uh, like heals like. And uh, so you, you're all aware of how vaccines were intended to, to, to work. Um, you know, give the body a little bit of polio and then the immune system would be able to fight that polio off and then be able to make its own, um, you know, immune response. And that's exactly what homeopathy will do. So homeopathy, buying a homeopathy kit and a homeopathy book, you'll be ready for any kind of runny nose, any kind of hay fever, any kind of allergic reaction. It's just amazing. So learn and take a few minutes to understand homeopathy because for children, it's extremely powerful for children. There's no flavor to it. Um, very easy to take. A lot of you have seen even if this is kind of new to you, this whole natural approach to, to health, you've seen Oscillococcium in your Walgreens and in Walmart, and that is a homeopathy blend, and it kicks butt. Man, you put that baby under your tongue when you're starting to get flu-like symptoms, and wahoo, it is gone. So again, um, homeopathy is just an incredible uh, incredible thing uh, for helping to boost the immune system and and get well quickly. With homeopathy, you really uh, take homeopathy every 15 minutes for the first hour, and then you can take it every you know half an hour. And usually within a few hours, the symptom you're dealing with is either completely gone or it's incredibly subside. Um, it was really crazy. I was actually at a... Um, uh, we had a conference when one of our doctor friends was sharing with us that he was out to dinner and one of the ladies at the bar had gotten a, um, in, had had a reaction to shrimp. And so he went ahead and he took a piece of shrimp, cut it into a bunch of little pieces, put it in some vodka and he shook it really, you know, shook it quite a bit, then got more vodka and he, he diluted it and diluted it and diluted it. And then he gave it to her uh, and boom, she instantly had her reaction go away. I mean, so learning homeopathy and using homeopathy, are really, really um, amply important. Um, I wanted to just mention also, children children respond to chemicals much even more so than adults do. So our chemicals that we use in our clothing, called laundry soap and uh, and those fabric softeners, uh, or in, in shampoos, conditioners, body soaps, those are all very toxic, and many of them go right. Well, all of them go right into the bloodstream, and many of them are toxic. So we always recommend only bathing your children and really only using for yourself things that you can eat because it's all going to go into the liver. So maybe just try some more organic and natural body soaps for the children. We had uh, one of our autistic clients, he was eight years old, and he had a huge reaction to chemicals and the parents really didn't know what else they could do. And we started him on natural soaps and natural uh, laundry detergent like vinegar. I don't know what people think at Costco. I literally check out with 12 containers of vinegar because that's what I wash my laundry in vinegars and magnets. Can you believe that? Like that's where all my laundry is done, vinegar and magnets. And everything comes out, all your dirt, all your blood, all your stains, everything comes out of your, out of your clothing. But anyhow, and we started this young boy on natural um, remedies for uh, not, not, I'm sorry, natural soaps and natural cleaners. And literally his skin cleared up extremely quickly uh, and he stopped having all those reactions. And so bath time became quite fun. With children, you'll find as kids and adults, we start, especially here in America, we are dealing with a lot of sugar. We have a sugar epidemic. We have candida, we have cancer, and it's all based on sugar. Parasites are growing and, um, and they grow a lot faster in a sugar environment. Well, sugar is even in the vaccine. So sugar is everywhere. You've got, you know, most of your infant formulas are 50 to 60% sugar. So sugar, sugar, sugar is literally becomes part of our, our makeup and our taste buds. And so because of that, a lot of children are dealing with candida and they have foggy eyes. They 
they are irritable, they're lethargic when they wake up in the morning, they don't have a lot of energy, and adults were talking to the same choir, right? You're lethargic, you don't have good libido, uh, watery eyes, you know, you might have um, some kind of a you know a dandruff issue. You might have that white that white scabby stuff on your elbows or under your arms. You could have vaginal yeast infection, uh, toenail fungus, athlete's foot. All of those go back to candida, which is simply a candida overload in the body. Candida is natural. We all have candida. But when there's an overgrowth of candida, that's when it becomes a problem because candida is literally saving you all from diabetes. So thank your candida right now, okay? You can thank that fungus because it's saving you from candida because the candida is eating the sugar so you don't need to make as much insulin to absorb all the sugar into your bloodstream. Very simple. And so, but the problem is when candida starts overgrowing, it gets hungry and then it wants more and more sugar. So now we have kids that are like, oh, I have to have a piece of bread and I have to have more sugar and I, I, you know, sugar, sugar, sugar. And these children and adults that are dealing with candida overgrowth, there are some great ways to test for that. And I'm going to share you, I'm going to share three different tests right now. One is how to test for candida. The other one is to test the pH. And the other one is called the cacao test. And these are really cool. The cocoa test is amazing because you can find any allergy to any food using this simple at-home test, which is free. So hang in there. So the candida test that you can do for the kids is you can have a, a cup of water in a glass cup waiting when they come down the stairs. And even for you adults, I would encourage you to do this tomorrow morning. Just get a cup of water, have it sitting there. And when you wake up in the morning, you just get the biggest Louis you can create and you spit it into the cup. And then you watch to see if that if that's, that spit, that mucus starts to you know, descend down the glass to the bottom of the glass. Watch that. And within 10 minutes, if that, if you have candida, these little spidery, you know, veins of mucus are going to be coming and crawling down through the water. And this, this works with whatever type of water you're using, whether it be RO or distilled or regular tap water at least most tap waters. Anyhow, and so you want to go ahead and just watch how much of that mucus is settling and you can test for your kids to see if they have candida or for yourself or your spouse or a good friend or a parent you're taking care of. And if you do have candida, then definitely get on a good candida supplementation, a good candida protocol to kill that candida. And I'm telling you, this is the number one way to get rid of food cravings. If you kill the candida, you don't crave sugar period. The craving you have for Coca-Cola, the craving you have for a waffle, the craving you have for, you know, anything sweet, those cravings go away by just killing candida. I know, drumroll, amazing. And so looking for a way to kill candida, you'll find a hundred different ways to do it online. Uh, we've got a lot of information as well in the Human Body Master Guide. And so candida is definitely something you want to be aware of. Number two, and I've mentioned this in previous um, shows, is testing the pH of the body. So the potential of hydrogen. Your children have the potential of hydrogen. You all have hydrogen. And we want to know what the levels are because the more acidic the body, the more diseased state you are in. The more alkaline the body, the more healthy you're in. And so having the children, you know, pee on their pH strip and show it to you or tell you the number once a week or three times a week is a great way to monitor their health. And then that cocoa test. And the cocoa test is awesome. So the cocoa test is a way to measure the immune response of the body. And I'm, I'm going to repeat this a couple times so that if you're driving, you can try to remember it. Uh, and you can always get the copy of this on, on, our, on our website, karensholistichealth.com, and on our uh, other website, i2h2e.com. But the cocoa test is done like this. You have, you maybe when you wake up in the morning or after you get home and you've been rested, you want to be well, you want to be rested so the body's not moving. And so as you go ahead and rest, you'll take your 
you'll take your pulse. And then after you take your pulse, you'll write that number down. Let's say it's 72. Then you take whatever food you want to try and you put that in the mouth and you chew it for 30 seconds, but you don't swallow. So chew that food for 30 seconds and don't swallow. If it is a food that your white blood cells are going to have to rush after and to escort and figure out what to do with, it's put you into an immune response and you literally will have your blood vessels opening and your pulse will increase because you are going to have to send this white blood cell response to help get rid of the invader that you are chewing. So you take your pulse again after that food has been sitting in your mouth again. Don't swallow. Have that food in your mouth. You can spit it out after about a minute and wait another minute and then take your pulse. And if your pulse increases or decreases by three beats, that food is something you want to avoid. It is causing an allergic reaction. So that is what you want to do for the cocoa test. So again, candida test, PHT test, cocoa test, great ways to see the health of the kids in your home and yourself. Okay, something cool. I want to mention is a journal. Now, journals sound really boring. Oh my gosh. No, I'm talking about the dark journal. I want you to give your kids a journal. They can write anything they hate that they can't stand, things that drive them nuts. It doesn't matter if it's about you or anybody else. You're never going to read it. But giving children a way out, giving them something to express their feelings, and you can you can have the kids write in that dark journal and get out all of their frustrations and their anger, and then you can have a little burning party with them. You can have them rip it up into a million pieces. You can take it to a shredder. But having the children own some of their feelings and get them out on paper is a huge thing. So you can have the gratitude journal, right? The attitude of gratitude. And then you can have the dark journal and giving children the permission to have awful feelings and 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 anger thoughts is very important because a lot of children are raised in societies where it's looked down upon to have anything negative. Oh, be nice to everybody, which is great. That's all cheesy and lovely. But the reality is people, you know, especially kids, they have a lot of inner frustrations. And when they're not allowed to express them, uh, they can build up and they can cause turmoil. So making sure the kids have this gratitude journal and then a dark journal. So again, the biggest thing you can do for your children is to have a routine. Have water waiting there when they wake up. Put some mineral drops in the water. Have some great smoothies that they love and have them help make the smoothies. Have fast food on your countertop and have fast food in your car. The veggies, the fruits, the trail mix, the roll-ups. Look at at replacing some of the more... some, some of the more controversial foods like dairy with more of a homemade almond milk or an almond milk without carrageenan. Look for ways to replace some of the gluten with some more paleo options or or uh, grain-free options, right? You want to look at making meals and prepping it with the kids and helping them buy the foods and, and, and ho- learning about homeopathy because it's a great, fantastic way to ha- take care of children's health very naturally at home. Looking at maybe some of the soaps that you're getting the kids and, and go more towards a natural soap so it's less irritating because those chemicals also um, irritate the uh, the attitude and the brain can um, can cause issues with the brain and the brain response, and that's just all neurotransmitter. And then educate the kids. Really, literally have time to educate the children. Watch some awesome videos on, on how the body works because kids get really excited to learn. They love to learn. My favorite places to teach are, are, are at schools, elementary school up to college. Kids are, people just want to learn. And so while they're young, educating them about what to, what to look for in their poo, right? Like, look at their poo. Is it floating? Is it sinking? Can you see last night's dinner? Are you even pooing? Like, look at the at what's coming out of the body and do some assessment on that. And then do these fun little tests with the kids and grab a journal and really have that routine because you, you can master your kitchen and you can feel like a superwoman or superman. Uh, and, and when you don't know what to do, that's when you want to jump onto the next, sup, the next um, show because I'm talking about the Human Body Master Guide 
And it's a guide that has hundreds of practitioners in it uh, where you can get a lot of those answers. But right now, you are doing awesome. You're listening to the show. You're re-listening to the show. You're writing things down like mad. You're excited to take that cocoa test because any of you at any age can know if wheat or gluten or dairy or coffee or whatever you want to test is causing inflammation in the body by simply taking your pulse, chewing the food, waiting a couple minutes, taking your pulse. And if it increases or decreases, ta-da! you have a response to that food that you want to be avoiding. And I'll tell you, you're probably going to be surprised with some of your answers. You'll find out some things are just not causing an allergic response. That doesn't mean they're good for you, but you know, it's not causing that, that histamine response. And yet some of the foods you're eating every day might just be doing that. So you can do this. You can raise superheroes. You can raise healthy teenagers. You can raise a happy, healthy, powerful group of people in your home by just having that routine and making it a priority. Give our office a call. Our office manager is just a hoot. Uh, she's out in, in Colorado and she's just adorable, adorable. And she's 262-339-4024. Uh, but thank you for joining me. And under, and I hope that you're getting inspired through these series to understand that you are the master of your body. And if you're looking to take control of your health, there's no further to look than right there in front of you. Start in the kitchen. Start exercising, start breathing, start choosing the awesome people to hang around around you and you are going to watch your life change. Hey, thank you for joining us. I hope you had as much fun as we did. If you would ever like to connect with us in person or live online for webinars, course certifications, events, conferences, parties, go ahead and check out our upcoming event schedule at www.holistichealtheducators.com. We would love to connect with you. We also host weekly live question and answer sessions. Until then, have a spectacular day.